Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Morning Footy presented by Ford. Here's a look at your weekend footy fix. The action kicks off at 1.30 p.m. Eastern today. Cadiz versus Real Madrid on ESPN+. Plus. We also have that Roma-AC Milan match to look forward to 2.45 p.m. Eastern on Paramount+. Plus. And tonight, Casey Current hosting Angel City 8 p.m. Again, on Paramount+. Plus. On Saturday, we've got Brighton versus Newcastle 12.30 p.m. on NBC Napoli hosting Lazio at 2.45 p.m. on Paramount+. Plus. And we've got some MLS action. Seattle-Portland Cascadia Cup rivalry, 10.30 p.m. on Apple TV. Then on Sunday stacked, y'all. Look at Sunday. Whoa, we've got Old Firm, 7 a.m. on CBS Sports Network. We've got Arsenal, Man United, 11.30 a.m. on NBC and uh, LAFC versus Lionel Messi and Inter Miami, 10 p.m. on Apple TV. Cannot wait. Woo! What a weekend of soccer. Also, okay, guys, I'm about to send it over to Stefano, who has done – this is unprecedented. This is, morning, the, this, is a first. this is a first. This is a first. <laughs> so I just want to, you've already made your mark here at Stefano, but this man did a costume change. Yes. And not only that, but he put on a Liverpool kit. Mm. You know what he said? Mm. You will remember me after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also had to do it just because, you know, I heard them giving you a hard time, Susanna, about uh, watching the Champions League draw with our team not in it. But these Arsenal guys, they forgot where, what competition they were in last that's season. Right. Yeah, they, they quickly right. forgot about that. Don't shame us, Keep it Arsenal. Don't shame us because you spilled coffee on your first kiss. <laughs> Stefano, I like, I like you already. Keep it over there. Uh, that's what we'll do. Uh, I'm coming for you too right now, Michael. Uh, let's go to the headlines. <laughs> the European team. <laughs> <laughs> the European transfer window, it closes today, and we're seeing some last-minute moves starting to fly. Liverpool, one of those teams wheeling and dealing today. According to multiple reports, the Reds are finalizing a reported $43 million transfer for Dutch midfielder Ryan Gravenberch from Bayern Munich. Bayern manager Thomas Tuchel confirmed the move as Gravenberch makes the jump to Anfield. He's joining a Liverpool midfield that lost Jordan Henderson and Fabinho to the Saudi Pro League. In other transfer news, Union Berlin have signed veteran defender Leonardo Bonucci to a one-year contract. The Italian captain terminated his contract with Juventus after a combined 12 seasons with the Bianconetti after Max Allegri made it clear that it was not in the plans for this season. Bonucci will join an Union side that's set to play in the Champions League for the first time in club history. In awards nudes, 
Erling Haaland and Aitana Bonmati both led their clubs to UEFA Champions League glory last season, and yesterday they were both rewarded as UEFA Players of the Year. Haaland enjoyed a record-breaking first season at Manchester City, beating teammate Kevin De Bruyne and Lionel Messi for the honor after he scored 52 goals in all competitions last season. Bonmati, she's fresh off leading Spain to the Women's World Cup title after guiding Barcelona to a double, beating out Sam Kerr and Spain teammate Olga Carmona for Player of the Year honors. England women's manager Serena Wegman won the women's UEFA Women's Coach of the Year for the second straight year, and she used her acceptance speech to address the recent controversy surrounding Spain's World Cup winning team and Spanish Federation President Luis Rubiales. I would like to dedicate this award to the Spanish team, the team that played on the World Cup such great football that everyone enjoyed. applause afterwards but um, this team deserves to be celebrated and deserves to be listened to and I'm going to give them again a big applause and I hope you will join me. Thank you. Thank Powerful words from Serena Wegman. Now, yesterday we got the groups for Champions League. Today, it's time to find out the Europa League and Europa Conference League groups. The Europa League draw has just been completed in Morocco. Here are some of the highlights in the groups. Group A, West Ham, Olympiacos, Freiburg, and Bakatopola from Serbia. Group B, Ajax, Marseille, Brighton, and AEK Athens. Mike, this is what I was talking about before. It's been a rough week for your teams in these draws. Manchester United with a rough group yesterday. Now Marseille, Group of death. How you feeling, my man? Not sweating as much as I was with United, but sweating still with Marseille. OM, they do have the players. The Stade Velodrome has not been the fortress that we've been used to seeing it be. It's going to have to be on those European nights. Obama Yang, he will have to be the difference with his European pedigree. I look to him to be the top goal scorer in this group. And, what, and what year is this? <laughs> it's now oh, Aubameyang. Aubameyang. He's come good so far at Marseille. Uh-huh. He scored goals. Uh-huh. And it's Susanna, the defending. How's our Liverpool look? I think it's a pretty good group for us. I, LASK from Austria. I'm Lyon, not mad at Toulouse. it, Stefano. Not I'm mad. Not, I'm not. I'm not at With, all. Even more important, the travel is not a lot. Because uh-huh. sometimes in Europa League, you know, they, they might be having to travel all over Europe to exactly. kind of you know, lo- those long flights. This is pretty pretty tight, close is to that, Liverpool. Is that Union Saint-Gilloise? Yes. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. But it's it? not. No, the Bonifaz. same Union Saint-Gilloise without Victor Bonifaz. No, I feel good about this. Uh, I, I do too. I, I like Liverpool's chances. I, listen, it's small victories, okay? It didn't go well for us last year, and this is a chance to win some hardware. Okay? Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Tough road. I feel you. You're all looking at me. You should body this competition. I know. We mm. should. Should is I'm the lo- big word yeah, there, though. Do you know who worries me in this one, though? Leverkusen. Does it start with an M? No, Leverkusen. Are you hyped about Gravenberch? Graven, Gravenberg? Mm. Oh, the uh, midfielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Honestly, I, I think that they're doing, they're making the right. That midfield was a disaster last year. I mean, that was their, that Old. was their, their downfall. Old, and it's you know, in a, it's it's sad to say goodbye to a Jordan Henderson who has been their captain and was so good for them, but. The reality was that they were old, they were slow, and it was it needed they needed a rebuild. And so I'm I'm happy that they've addressed it because for me that was the glaring issue heading into this season. So yeah, I feel I feel good about the moves that were made. I'm after the result <laughs> last weekend against Newcastle, honestly, it's like there's a little bit of there's a little bit of hope starting to to build up. So I I feel good. You believe again? Yeah. 
Nice. I feel you, you guys are like the interrogators. No, because we, we sat here last season as you saw Susanna slip deeper and deeper <laughs> into that Liverpool depression. So now I see a confidence in her again. It wasn't. She do believes. You know what? I, She's it, optimistic. I Darwin optimistic. Nunez. Yeah. Like you feel yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I was always, I, I, I was never a hater of Darwin Nunez. I always believed that this guy had, I, I've always backed him. Um, and so I'm hoping that his performance last week, those two goals coming off the bench and scoring the, the two goals, what a confidence boost for this guy. So I, I'm, I heard you did a neck flip. I love that you actually believed that I was capable. <laughs> Do you, you see my face? I was looking at surprising <laughs> us with everything. I yeah. looked at Charlie. Charlie was like, <laughs> I was looking at Susanna. <laughs> Why are you here? Like, Why are you not in Hollywood? Oh my gosh. Shorty upside down. No, no, no. It was was not me. It was not me, but I love you for thinking Charlie a fool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> love, love you, my, man. Love my teammates. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to take a break. We're going to preview some weekend MLS action when we come back. Stick with us. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account. Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. Welcome back to Morning Footy, presented by Ford, a weekend of MLS action to look forward to. Here's a look at the notable fixtures on tap. We've got NYCFC taking on Vancouver tomorrow afternoon at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. FC Cincinnati host Orlando City. We've got the New England Revolution taking on Austin. FC Dallas against Atlanta United. Sporting Kansas City versus St. Louis City. That's a nice little rivalry match tomorrow evening. The Galaxy hosting Houston. Cascadia Cup rivalry between Seattle and Portland. And then this is the big one, LAFC hosting Inter-Miami on Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern. All of these matches are on Apple TV+. Plus. All right, as predicted, we're going to start with LAFC versus Miami. So LAFC are actually coming off a loss to Charlotte, which I believe was a, a bit of a surprise. LAFC currently sitting second in the Western Conference standings. Miami held scoreless by Nashville on Wednesday night. Mm. And I feel like what we saw in League's Cup between Miami and Nashville and then what we saw on Wednesday night, Nashville seems to have been the team that has handled Miami the best, I would argue. Would you agree, Charlie, in terms of containing them yeah, and yes. frustrating Messi a little and, bit? And, and I think that comes down to Gary Smith and, and how defensive yeah. they are and can be. And that's without Walker Zimmerman as well. 
but LAFC are not that. Right. Very so different teams. Very, very much open, and, and it's, it's almost they rely heavily on Denny Buwanga, and, and Denny Buwanga is a fantastic player. Mm -hmm. But if he's not sharp in front of goal, I think they struggle. And I think Matias Bogush has also been um, hot and cold. So what we've seen from LAFC is when they're, when they're on form and they're, and they're playing well, they're very difficult to, to kind of beat, to be honest. But it's hot and cold. You don't know what you're getting from this LAFC. It's been a little bit of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, given that they're still second in the, the Western Conference. Yeah. And it's two, these are mm. two different conversations you have when you play against Miami. One, you're going to get those opportunities, and I trust L.A. will be able to be efficient with the ball. The problem is what's going to happen when you don't have possession? Yeah. How are you going to stop this team? What we saw from uh, Nashville is, you know, Fafa Picot was, uh, man, his, this dude was on skates. He was <laughs> trying to stop the ball from getting to Busquets, mm -hmm. right? That's one way. But then what happens once you do that? You have to find a way to maybe disrupt Busquets, who can sneak out of any – I mean, he's there one second, gone the next. You can't blink with this guy when he has the ball. And then how do you frustrate – uh, Messi, the, Nashville was doing a great job of it. You saw you saw Messi get as frustrated as I've ever seen Absolutely. him. Absolutely, and wearing an Inter Miami shirt. But who on LAFC is going to do that? LAFC seems a little bit too structured to have someone just simply ghost and kind of follow around. Uh, I Messi. think I think it's going to be a big game for the likes of Kellen Acosta. What oh, you see, Nashville. Can, yeah. What you see, Nashville did was the mobility in their midfield. It wasn't just one guy man marking Messi. Right. It was multiple guys stepping up, and Messi drifts all around the field. And if you're going end-to-end -end field or the length of the field, you're going to have to have someone who can cover ground like Kellen Acosta can. He's going to have to be more reserved defense first than what we're used to seeing him making those long-busting runs do to get they, in the box. Does Torundolo change shape at all, do you think, for this? I mean, because the way that Nashville are playing, you're just so contained and so compact in, in the no. middle. Mm -hmm. No? But <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see because Carlos Vela, this is a player who I think – will come to life in these, in these big moments because you know the stadium's going to be absolutely filled and the energy's going to be super high. If you can get a big performance on Carlos Vela, that changes also how LAFC play. But they're going to be trying to play their game and, and be on the front foot, play, put a lot of pressure on Inter-Miami, which could play into counterattack city for, for Inter-Miami. Joseph Martinez getting in behind. <clears throat> It'll be... I, I'm curious to know if Tata Martino will rotate the side, though, because... It's a, you, it's a, you said it. You were, you were making the case yeah. yesterday for them to rest Messi, to rest Busquets, uh, because it's a Western Conference game and it's not a six-point affair. There's not six points at sure. stake in this one. I'm looking at this, looking at the rest of their schedule, being like they need points. They need as many points as they can accumulate. So, I mean, I think there's an argument to be made on both sides. But state your case as to why they should rest Messi and company. I think this would be the, the best opportunity for them to rest Messi because you're, you're not traveling that five-hour flight, five, six-hour flight. You allow Busquets, Messi, and Alba to stay at home, take a couple of days off, recover for the gauntlet, which is you're getting sport in Kansas City, the next one, which is another Western Conference game, but at least it's closer to, I mean, I think it's at home. And then you have the Eastern Conference games, and those are the six-pointers. Those are the ones that matter. Mm -hmm. Leagues Cup to U.S. Open Cup semifinal to, to playing this game against Nashville again. Now you get a little break. I, I think all of these players, because of the, the stress that, uh, and, and intensity that they have had, had to play with up until this point, makes sense for them to take this break just because they haven't experienced yet this cross-country trip. Mm -hmm. 
And it, it does it, it really it take that it. much out of you? It does. Yeah. Yeah. It, does. It, does. it does. It does. It absolutely does. So, mentally, I mean, I've flown to LA many times, but I've never played in a game after it. You yeah, know? Exactly. I usually no, land and go no. to the <laughs> to the lounge. It really does. You, yeah. When you get there, you feel it immediately. You played the in LA. jet lag. I, I played in LA going back from LA to the East Coast, and those are some of our most difficult games. So whether you're coming from one coast to another, those are the most difficult games from a psychological standpoint, not just physical, because before the game starts, your body's already feeling it. My worry is you, if you don't make the playoffs, he's good. They're all three of those superstars you mentioned will have a lot of time to rest. So play them while you have them. Get in the playoffs. Get all He's the won. points. He's grinding them to the ground. Last, Get all the points. Friday, Give me that. Get all oil from last that. Last Friday when we went through their remaining matches, we said that this was going to be their first loss. Do we still think – Inter-Miami's first loss. Do we still think that? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I don't want to bet against this. You don't I guess it would be a draw. Yeah. LAFC Another at home. LAFC on the counterattack. I'm going to say, yeah. That Danny Bawanga is going to be bummed. He's not going to miss in front of goal. I'll stick with my and say that, yeah, this will be their, their first loss. But I'm not, I'm not feeling entirely confident. Do you think Messi gets Do you think he starts? Mm. I think he starts. Do you think he starts? Yeah, I do. And Busquets and Alba? I don't know. I, that I don't know. Mm. Busquets, didn't, he didn't have a great game against they, Nashville. They, they all looked a little tired yeah, and leggy. And that's why I'm like, you've got to rest them. Because we'll I want to see, I want to see Inter Miami in the playoffs, don't you? What? Of course. <laughs> yeah. So who does hey, it? Give them the rest. This is the game to rest. Absolutely. And, and who? And who's to say that they they can't win without them at this stage? Well, let's let's see. This is a good test then. If they decide to rest them, we'll find out soon. Mm, Sunday night. Tata. Let's go. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break. Um, we are gonna chat some NWSL with Lisa Carlin when we return. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Only five match days remain in the NWSL regular season. Here's a look at the weekend fixtures along with the sports line projections. We've got Casey Current hosting Angel City tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can watch that right here on the Galazzo Network tomorrow. This is a good one. NC Courage taking on Gotham FC at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. We also have Louisville, Portland, Washington versus Chicago Red Stars. OL Rain taking on Orlando. And we wrap things up on Sunday. San Diego hosting the Houston Dash at 8 p.m. Eastern. And again, you can watch all these matches on Paramount+. Plus. And right now, we are very excited to welcome in one of our fabulous hosts of Attacking Third, Lisa Carlin. Great to have you at the desk. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks yeah. for having me, crew. Okay, so as I said, there's only five. I can't believe there's only five matches left in the regular season. That's wild. I feel like this season, this season went by. This season has flown by entirely. And with Challenge Cup being in the middle of it, it 
it made it feel a little different of a structure this year as well. It's crazy. So we're obviously looking ahead to playoffs and there are some teams that are currently on the bubble and there's a big match this weekend uh, that could be a big three points at play here in Orlando Pride and OL Reign. Okay, so this tell the people, one. tell the people what we need to be watching for <laughs> in this match. The biggest thing to watch between OL Reign and Orlando is Marta. What is she going to do? She created eight chances for this team last week. That's like the most that she's, she only did that once before in her career in one match. She ends up getting an assist for Orlando, but they couldn't compete close last week about what they wanted to do. But this Orlando side, they're on a bit of a run in this regular season. They're picking up points. They're going to make a push for the playoffs because that's where they sit right now in the standings. Meanwhile, OL Reign, they're coming off their third straight loss. Guys, if they lose one more, that has never happened, especially under Laura Harvey at OL Reign. They're struggling right now. Frankly, I think the rest of the league has gotten stronger, and OL Reign has stayed consistent throughout this regular season. Laura Harvey has moved players around in different positions. Last week, we saw Center midfielder Rose Lavelle for the U.S. Women's National Team. She's our magic maker in the midfield. She was out on the wings in those wide areas. She needs to come back more centrally. That's where she's way more effective. She can battle up against Marta. Uh, but this is a big one. There's a lot of points on the line. Three for, for either of these teams to kind of solidify themselves in the playoffs. Yeah. OL Reign were one of those teams, too. They had a bunch of players missing during, mm -hmm. during the yep. World Cup. How much do you think that kind of affected their recent run of play? It definitely affected it. In positively ways, it allowed other players to step up. Bethany Balser had a pretty good run throughout this um, Challenge Cup and during the World Cup stretch. Now they have to integrate all those players and those pieces back into the mix, and that's where they're struggling. That's why Lavelle played out of her normal position, because the other midfielders had done so well. So now it's trying to find the balance of bringing those players back into the mix while also making sure the ones that showed out during the Challenge Cup in this World Cup stretch still get minutes and contribute. I'm curious to know what you think about outside looking in perspective. And I feel like Houston might be that team that could sneak in to the playoffs. Or, uh, is there a team that you think could be a dark horse? I like your shout for Houston. Defensively, they're really, really strong. They have conceded the least amount of goals in the NWSL, but Charlie, on the other side, they can't score. They have such a hard time finding the back of the net. They get shots, they get opportunities, but the goals just don't come for them. I like racing Louisville. Uh -huh. They're on the outside looking in, and heading into this weekend, they have a chance to pick up some points and continue to trend in the right direction. They're a team in the NWSL that got back a lot of big players after the World Cup. Tembi Katlana in the midfield, and and in the mix, they have a couple Brazilians on their roster, Ari Borges, who have contributed. Savannah DeMello for the U.S., she's back in this team. And they went on a run during the Challenge Cup, going undefeated. They just dropped one. They won their, their division. And now they move on. They have a chance. Louisville is going to be one to really make a push for the playoffs. I want to ask about North Carolina Courage, who, mm -hmm. you know, so speaking of teams who are on the inside that are not in a great run of form. They have uh, two losses and a draw, and that draws against Chicago Red Stars, which to me counts as a loss. If you yeah. draw the Chicago Red Stars, you're you basically not wrong. lost. You are not wrong. Uh, what is going on with them? Because they went on a really healthy run. In fact, one of those losses is to Gotham, who they play uh, this weekend. What's going on with North Carolina Courage? North Carolina is returning a lot of players. And the one thing that Sean Nahas has done at 
North Carolina is have a system that is consistent. So when there is rotation, when players are gone for the World Cup, when players are out with red card because now they're missing Emily Fox heading into this weekend, they can still possess and stick with their same tactics that they've been known for. However, it's very predictable. They want to keep the ball. They lead the league in passes completed, in possession. All they want to do is have the ball, and then they have to have sparks of magic. Caroline has done a fantastic job. She's now returning, trying to get back into form with this side. That's her assist from last weekend in the 1-1 draw against Chicago. Now without Emily Fox, they're going to have to adjust a little bit more. However, they held it to 1-1 against Chicago, of course, but with playing with only 10 players. So they were able to do it defensively. All right, I want to take it back to uh, to Louisville because they have a big match against the Portland Thorns. Mm. They are without Sophia Smith, and we're we're excited to hear that that injury might not be quite as serious as we initially thought. But regardless, she won't be available. How how deep are Portland in that they can kind of make up for? that loss because this is the golden yeah. boot leader. She scored 11 goals this I know. season. She's so already much. leading the golden boot right now. Well, Suze, Portland has the deepest bench. So Portland fans shouldn't worry too much about this. It is a mild MCL sprain for Sophia Smith on that right knee that happened last week in the NWSL. But now for this Portland side, they have players that can step up. Morgan Weaver has done a great job this year filling some of the holes that Smith has left. She's a very different player, though. So she wants to get in behind. She's really good airily. And there's also Anna Betford, who has been on this team for a number of years, but she's really found her footing over the past couple of weeks. She's picked up goals, and she's been really consistent in her runs between the lines, her ability to check back off the defensive line in between the seams, get the ball, and turn. There's a lot of pieces mm -hmm. at Portland. Of course, it's sad for Smith, and, and we're wishing her the best, but they have a lot of They'll weapons. They'll be okay. They'll be if, okay. If Louisville have a chance in this game, where is it? Where can they beat them? It's got to be centrally for Louisville to go down the spine of uh, Portland's defense because although they have really solid center backs, their width is just so good. And anything into the box, Portland can handle really easily. And they have the size advantage over Louisville. So for racing Louisville, they've got to have passes and combinations centrally, get the ball end line, cut it back to the top of the box, and then rip shots from distance. It's where they'll be most effective. I, I'm, I'm into Louisville. They always give me good because I say <laughs> whenever I see racing, I say racing because I'm used to <laughs> racing Rassing. Well, they say, they yeah, say, it's just two completely different accents. Right. I love they it. They say go big perp, which I really like. I think Wait, that's fine. What? Go big that's, perp. Is that like, do, do they have a hashtag? Is that yes, like their they thing? do. Go yeah. big perp. Big, go perp, big perp, perp is so dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. am obsessed it's a pretty with big perp. And that yeah. just made me like them even more. I'm you all go big in. perp? I'm all Let's go in. big perp. <laughs> All in on the Louisville train. Uh, Lisa, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for, for stopping me. by. This Great job. Uh, we're going to see you on Attacking Third later yes, today. Yes, we'll be there later today. Fantastic. All right, guys, we are going to take a break. Oh, my goodness. Guess who is joining who? us for the first time in forever wow. after the break. Jimmy Cream Cheese Conrad. Jimmy Conrad is back. What? What is wow. going on? I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Where's the Croatia kid? Don't go anywhere, guys. We'll I thought he lived back. in Egypt now. <laughs> He's supposed to be in a Croatia kid. Come on, man. Amazing. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. 
For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to Morning Footy, presented by Ford. Guys, you're not going to believe who's joining us today. Jimmy Conrad is back! What? Oh, me! Wow. Hey! Jimmy, why are What's you up? not in a Croatia jersey? You lost the bet. You haven't been on since that time. Do you think those grow on trees, Charlie? Listen, it's not easy to find a Croatia jersey. Oh, uh, especially when come I was traveling. Now. Didn't so, you tour it, all over Europe? You easy? Swing I think you know what? In your That's private details. jet. Details. <laughs> Details and actually, it was Charlie's private jet, but it, you know, a different conversation. <laughs> I was wondering where it was. That you left it school. Very okay, nice. Okay, Jimmy, <laughs> uh, number one, great to see you. It, it, it's been a minute since you've been with us here on, on Morning Footy. I feel like you have literally been everywhere. What, what's been going on? Tell us about your, your adventures. Well, I've seen some things. Uh, <laughs> you know, I. It, it, it started with, with, you know, a nice warm hug with Alexis at the Champions League final. And then I went to Egypt and I saw some stuff in Turkey as well and Greece. I went to the cradle of civilization. Then, you know, I went down under and had a little dance at the Women's World Cup. A hell of a tournament, by the way. The level of the women's game is absolutely next level. And I'm excited to see it continue to grow. And congratulations to Spain for winning. They were fantastic. Except for that one game against Japan where they lost 4-0. Outside of that, though... They were absolutely magic and a little disappointed that the women got knocked out the way that they did. But I think one step back for two steps forward for the women's program. So, yeah, it's been a great summer. But ultimately, let's just get to it. Like, I love being with you guys. And it's so much fun to be here and to be interacting with uh, my favorite crew. Let's get after it. You heard it here first. Jimmy thinks Vlatko getting fired is two steps forward for the women's program. Wow. Oh, are you reading between the lines? I like that, Alexis. Yes, I might be saying that. Oh, Jimmy, it is, it is great to, to have you back. We, we missed you. We missed you, my friends. Um, okay, so let's, let's, let's chat some, some Champions League, shall we? Because let's we had a group stage draw yesterday. First of all, I just want to get your, your reaction to the, the group of death. Is, was that unequivocally your group of death when you saw the teams in, in Group F? Oh, there's no question. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Some people use the letter F for a lot of different reasons. Yes. And I, I will say that's the, the way we should probably be using it, the expletive word, because all of those teams are F'd, I would say, in some <laughs> ways. There's no, there, there's no easy game here, right? So that makes it pretty interesting. And, and the value you can get from some of the teams are absolutely ridiculous. I mean, AC Milan, I think, is going off at plus 450 to win the group. And I actually just like them winning the group in general. I think PSG are not going to be the same. With, with just killing Mbappe, right? And I know they got Ushman Dembele, and I know they've added some other pieces, but no Neymar, no Messi, no party is ultimately where I'm thinking. You know, and then Newcastle, I think they could do some damage as well. I know Charlie likes them as well to get through the group and maybe do some damage in the knockout rounds. I think they could quietly sneak up on everybody. Richie Dortmund, no, they're going to go down. I got no time for Dortmund right now. I'm sorry, Alexis. <laughs> I think you rock their jerseys every once in a while. But I really like AC Milan. I like that they already have this established identity under Stefano Pioli and obviously with Christian Pulisic and Yunus Musa there. I'm excited about their prospects to go and do some fun things. Okay, let's talk about uh, the chances to win the whole darn thing. All right, let's put up uh, the odds to win. We've got a full screen here. It is, no surprise, Manchester City, the reigning champions, the favorites. But, but Jimmy, like, I want to get your take. Like, if, if I was... <laughs> What's it, Arsenal doing to the top five? All what, right, what? Jimmy. Yeah. What is Arsenal Give doing there? Him. Can we cut one of Jimmy's 18 microphones in that room, please? <laughs> 
Uh, he's wait, right. Wait. <laughs> they, they have what an, does Arsenal do in there? Deserve, to deserve those type of odds. Just let me have it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want that, though? Do you really want to be considered one of the favorites, Alexis? Um, I don't mind because I think that's the pressure we need uh, in order to succeed. Did, did I give you an inspirational coach answer just now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a little more, but yeah, I get I get, I pick it up. Trending in the right direction. I actually, I think, uh, yeah, Man City's the clear favorite, obviously. And, and to win back-to-back Champions League trophies would be pretty impressive. I don't think that's easy to do unless you're Real Madrid. But I like Bayern Munich. Thomas Tuchel's won it before with Chelsea. You got Harry Kane now. They were lacking that number nine last time around. It's, that's a team I would be looking at because, well, because I don't think City can repeat. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Are you surprised that PSG is as high as they are? Is that just because they're PSG? Because I, I just, it just doesn't seem like – I think we're all in agreement that they just haven't looked like the force that they once were, mm-hmm. Jimmy. Listen, I think that, Susanna, the bookies are already high by putting Arsenal at, in the fourth spot. You know what I mean? So, uh, yes, I, I'm a, a little surprised uh, about PSG as well. But, you know, it's, it's, it all changes, right? It's all fluid. Once we start to see some performances from these teams in the group stages, then and once we get into the knockout rounds of the round of 16 draw, then I think we'll have it a little bit more crystallized as to who are the real you know, top three teams to go on and win this competition. All right, we, we talked about the, the group of death, but who are some of your other favorites to emerge from their groups? Who should we be putting our money on? You know, I actually like PSV to get out of the group, Group B, with Arsenal and Sevilla, plus 180 to get PSV out. Mm. Now, I'm not just saying that because I'm a homer for U.S. players and PSV's got like 10,000 of them and Ernie Stewart used to play for the U.S. as their sporting director. Okay, maybe I am saying that a little bit, but Sevilla are terrible. They, are, they haven't won any games in La Liga right now. They're, they have zero wins, zero draws, three losses. They play Atletico Madrid this weekend where Atleti's coming off a 7-0 win over Raya Vallecano. Listen, it's not looking good for Sevilla right now. They have all the players that are like, wow, that's a familiar name. And, oh, Rakitic is still there and Jesus Navas and, and Nezri's up top. But they just don't look very good. And I wonder how they're going to perform in this competition. Plus, let's be honest. I know they won the Europa League last season. They like playing in the Europa League. They like playing in the Champions League. So... So I like PSV to get through the group at plus 180, and I have Arsenal going through as the winner. So I'm kind of slightly going with the bookies, and I think Arsenal can do something a little special. And then I got Napoli potentially winning their group at plus 240 over Real Madrid. Real Madrid, let's be honest, everybody. I know they're littered with talent. Jude Bellingham has been a revelation for them. What a player. But Madrid sometimes don't really kick into gear in this competition until the knockout rounds anyway. So getting some good value at Napoli at plus 240, who I think already have an established identity, have that confidence from winning Serie A last season. That's, that's some pretty good value. So I'm looking at those two in particular. I like it. Um, okay, let's transition. We haven't, we haven't had you on since the arrival of one Lionel Messi to Major League Soccer and Inter Miami. So before we, before we dive into some of the picks from, from that game, which you're going to be at, apparently, by the way, you're going to yes. LAFC, Inter Miami. Yeah, thanks for the tickets. More, more <laughs> travel. Thanks for the yeah, tickets, right? Jimmy. My, par- my parents are heated. My parents are heated. <laughs> Charlie asked me yesterday if I could get him some tickets. And like, I'm like, Charlie, you've made like 3,000 times more money in your career than I did. But okay, yeah, let me try to get you some tickets. And, and uh, I can't get tickets. I had to get a media credential, right? So I'm there in a working capacity, whatever that means. It's me trying to get a selfie with Leo Messi. But whatever, right? That's the whole game there. But uh, no, I'm excited to go. And, and I'm curious to see if he's going to play or not. I mean, this mm-hmm. will be their 11th game in 45 days. Wide across the country. He's got World Cup qualifiers coming up. I'm just hoping he kind of steps on the field and gives me a wave. 
Hello, Leo Messi. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, let's switch over to the Premier League. Arsenal versus Manchester United. Big one. I already know which way you're leaning with your kid Is that on Michael LaHood? Right yes, is that it Michael is. LaHood? Good to see you, buddy. Hey. Good to I'm see Michael you. LaHood. Welcome back, you. man. But chat, let's you. chat Good this match. What are some let's favorable see. bets? What are some good bets you're liking going into this weekend in that match? Well, what I find interesting about this particular game is that both teams, I don't think, have put together a full 90 minutes. Uh, we could argue Manchester United don't really have an identity yet. Well, I don't even know what their best 11 is. I know they have some injuries. Luke Shaw's now out and Sergio Reguillon's going to be coming in on loan. I don't know if he really answers too many questions for me because I'm not the biggest Reguillon fan. Going forward, the guy's magic. But playing defense, eh, not so much. And I think Luke Shaw did a little bit more on that, that area of the field. But they need a left-sided player, I think, for Eric Ten Hag's system to work. So I like United. I think there's a lot of goals in this game. In the last four matches overall, there's been over four goals in the last four. The last time, I think it was 3-2 at the Emirates in favor of Arsenal. So I have uh, both teams to score in this one. I'm just looking at my bets right now. Uh, actually, I have this. Both teams to score in under five and a half goals. I don't know why they gave me that, but I'm going to take it. Under five and a half goals, minus 120. And then I got Bukayo Saka scoring any time, LaHood, at plus 188. And I say this because Saka... Seems to be the guy that's going to be taking penalties, stepping up to also just the responsibility in the attack. And because there's no left back for Manchester United, and because more often than not, even under Ten Hag, that back line can be a bit of a circus, uh, I, I like Saka taking advantage of that instability there on that left side. So I like those two bets in particular. But Arsenal, for me, I'm not, I don't think they're settled either. I'm sure you guys have had plenty of conversations about this. But Thomas Partey at, at right back? What? I know you're trying to make room for Declan Rice and Odegaard and Kai Havertz to all be in the field together at the same time, but it just doesn't feel like it's flowing and gelling right now. And I just think that's going to lend itself to creating some pockets of space that Man United could take advantage of, which is why I have both teams to score. I didn't pick a result, as you can see there, Lahoud. I'm straddling the fence. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. It is comfortable. I got uh, really comfortable here on the fence, you know? It's, uh, it's really nice. Jimmy, go this Jimmy. Way. Jimmy you're speaking my way. language, though, in terms of, of, of Arsenal and how they're set up to play. Thank you, Charlie. Ah, man, right here. I, I know we didn't get tickets, but we're on the same page right yeah, now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and the you know, my brother, he doesn't need those tickets. Um, he doesn't need them. You got to see you play, right? See, seeing you play is more important than ever seeing Messi play. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good hey, way to look at it. You're dropping nuggets left and right. Give us a wild bet that you would make wild over the bet. weekend. Give us, give us mm. the wildest. I, I don't know if this is too wild, but it felt kind of slam dunkish, right? Like... I threw you the ball, Charlie. You're catching it and alley and ooping it right into the hoop. Okay, so I'm going to the Bundesliga. I got a little Bundesliga parlay, and it's Bayern Munich to beat Borussia Mönchengladbach and both teams to score. It's plus 100. Not that sexy, but I will say that Bayern under Tuchel, Harry Kane scoring three goals in the first two games of the Bundesliga, and the last time they played at Borussia Mönchengladbach in this fixture last year was 3-2 in favor of Mönchengladbach. They actually took four points off of uh, Bayern over the last over two games last year. So I think that there's something in here. It's the original classica. So I like that. And Bayern's still going to get the win. Both teams to score. And then you couple that. You do a little parlay with Bayer Leverkusen. Javi Alonso is the coach now. He's had a full mm -hmm. summer. I, I really like the changes that he's made, the confidence there. They're taking on Darmstadt at home. Darmstadt just got promoted. And I think we could still go out there and be just as good as Darmstadt. I'm sorry. That was way too early to take on that big of a shot at Darmstadt. But I did anyway. So I like Bayer Leverkusen to win to nil. And they got to get a clean sheet against Darmstadt, who just don't really have much going forward. I just think the Bayer Leverkusen are excellent. So you couple those together, plus 300. It's pretty good value. It's nice. It's smart. I don't know if it's 
if it's uh, too weird or too risky, but it's a nice random bet that I think that uh, people should consider. Love it. Wow. Jimmy Conrad, it's so good to have you back, my friend. Don't stay away that long next time, okay? Don't be I won't, hey, Susanna. Give Leo my best. Say hey to him. I will. In L.A., okay? I will. Yeah, get that yeah. selfie. Yeah, enjoy yeah. the sidelines. Thank you very much. <laughs> Come on, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to send a photo to Charlie's brother and parents. That's <laughs> where I am. I'm at the game. It's going to be awesome. Oh, Jimmy Conrad's the best. Yes. Guys, have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Ew.